Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. Uh, this is a special episode. It's just me and Matt. <laughs> it's the boys. <laughs> just the <laughs> the two who are caught up, and also the two who went to go see Film Red. <laughs> as far as I know, no one else did. I saw portions of it twice. Actually, technically three times. Yeah, you want to talk about that first? <laughs> Before we talk about what we thought of it? Yeah. <laughs> so, you had an experience. I did. I had an experience. So before the movie even came to the States, I found a copy uh, on the back of a bus mm-hmm. that was also missing scenes and like was, you know, um, kind of blurry, fan subbed, you know, because uh, sure. I was tired of <laughs> running across spoilers on social media. I sure. was like, I'll just get this out of the way. <laughs> Let's just see what uh, this is about. Yeah. It, it, I got a good idea of it from that. Um wasn't it, go figure watching it in theaters wasn't an insanely better experience <laughs> in spite of the fact that when i started watching the movie it played the the opening music sequence and then cut to black and everybody's just like what <laughs> and it was very short <laughs> yeah i guess those i guess that's the end of the movie that no and then like a couple minutes later the the ad the ad reel starts playing again like from from where it started which which funny enough it starts it started with uh hey we're now hiring at the local <laughs> cinema i'm watching this at <laughs> and i'm like yeah <laughs> go figure and um yeah and i get to watch the, the here's sh- an example of how you could help <laughs> <laughs> i get to watch the, the the ads a second time and then the movie starts again, except this time it's in Japanese, from from beginning to end. It's like because you went to see the dub. Uh, yeah, I went to watch it in English and got it in Japanese. Which <laughs> it's I'm not. That's not like the biggest, you know, the biggest deal. Because yeah. yeah. movie's still really good. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's not not what was advertised on paper. <laughs> Uh, I did go to see the dub and got to see the entirety of the dub because I was <laughs> curious if they would dub the songs and they yeah. they didn't. They, they weirdly the... enough did not. They hired yeah. a voice actor to play Uta who known is for singing. known for doing covers of Japanese songs in English, and in fact did a cover of New Genesis on her YouTube channel. <laughs> my, but I not in the film. My theory is they didn't have enough time. To, to do all the songs because this was initially announced for october mm-hmm. in the first place and i imagine i think they they had a premiere in october but it hasn't been a theater release until now yeah i i'm hoping that once this co- comes to streaming the songs will be in english hopefully I'm not confident but hoping right me neither <laughs> but it would be a nice surprise yeah but so what'd you think of it <laughs> boy i think uda might be my favorite film antagonist She's really well realized. Yeah, uh, as a character, we didn't really talk much about Stampede when it came out. No, and honestly, it's I've forgotten ninety nine percent of that movie. <laughs> it was just kind it's of because a, it's mostly spectacle. Yeah, it was kind of a mindless romp. This one had and a this, lot. This going is definitely on. spectacle too, but yeah. it's it's dense in uh, storytelling also, mm-hmm. and it it goes for the One Piece tears. It it tries to get you to cry. Which most of the movies don't really do. Yeah, they don't really they don't really try to get get those tears going, uh, and I think it did a good job of it. Yeah, there's some shocking moments too. Uh huh. 
like, wow, they're really going for that. <laughs> uh, specifically in the Marine's conduct towards the end. Right, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, just friendly reminder, Sakazuki's the worst. Yeah, he is the <laughs> worst. <laughs> yeah, we'll nuke this entire place to take out one person again. Having Borsalino straight up say, like, killing a thousand people to get one bad one doesn't sound like such a bad deal. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah. And it, it's weird seeing Fujitora there, too. And not using his powers at all? No, like, not... <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, that. But also not objecting to what's happening. Right. Like, the, there was a couple of moments where he was like, we need to, you know, protect the, the citizens. Mm-hmm. But he, he was trying. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little outnumbered. <laughs> I guess that's true. Overall, how would you rate it for the One Piece movies you've seen? Hmm. Well, I just watched movie six again mm-hmm. with uh, the the decks, the, the decks of the world. Uh, yeah, our, our Discord, Discord on, at Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on Halloween night. And that kind of revitalized that one as my favorite. Yeah. I think, I think Film Red might be my new favorite. This it has similar, it has a similar tone. Yeah, to movie six, mm-hmm. and some similar uh, visual flair in the in its horror elements <laughs> for sure. Like when Uda kind of like snaps near the end. Mm-hmm. Which the, uh, do you think she's alive or dead? <sighs> I it seemed more unclear to me than people were making it out to sound <laughs> before I had seen the movie. Yeah, like it. A lot of people, it seemed like they felt definitive that she was gone, and then I watched the movie, and I was like, "I don't, is I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> they they sure as hell didn't show a body. <laughs> she she starts to fall asleep, but she doesn't actually fall asleep on screen. Sure, which means she didn't die on screen. <laughs> and then we don't see her again for the rest of the movie. So, I feel like they intentionally left it open for her to possibly be alive. Yeah, but. Also, at the same time, they straight up say, like, if you don't drink this medicine, you're dead. And right. She, she, and then she, she doesn't. Did, she didn't drink it. <laughs> Ugh. Glad we, we saw more Shanks than I, ex- I honestly expected. <laughs> yeah, I went with my uh, partner, and I said, this is the most, like, he's barely in this, and this is still the most <laughs> screen time he's ever had. Yeah. I I I also went with my my significant other and um I, I was when the big fight against the the big bad at the end is happening yeah I I would point it out notice that they're they're cutting away every time like a member of the red hair pirates to do a wind up attack and then it yeah, cuts away to, to show something <laughs> to show the other person's attack on the other side. <laughs> it's like, oh, you motherfuckers! You're just <laughs> so actively not going to give us a single goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, this is something I'm excited about. Yeah, um, I did go to see it in IMAX. I think I mentioned that, yeah. and it there, it it paid dividends because I noticed sure? the detail. I imagined it would. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the detail. I don't think anybody else might have noticed what's that fucking ganzak had a cameo <laughs> the crab man from the was ova he just in the crowd somewhere in the in the um scene where that's cutting across the world to show uda mm-hmm. spell like affecting the people watching the broadcast yeah there's a shot of like a bar 
and you see plain as day <laughs> Ganzak in the left corner hmm. with this giant fucking crab thing on his back and fall asleep. It was the same director, right? I have no idea. Is that a re- I think that's the case. Is, this, Is that the case? That explains the, why it was such yeah, a deep the, cut. The original OVA. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it. But the, yeah, when that happened, I was just like, Ugh! <laughs> was that? It's a very deep cut. <laughs> it truly was. It's like I'm. <laughs> I can see that. I can see them just being like, "I'm getting Ganzak in this movie. <laughs> Nobody's gonna stop me." Do you have a favorite song? Oh, the Top Musica. Yeah, I have been listening to that one on, on almost repeat, since I heard it several <laughs> months ago. But um, Backlight's close second. Yeah, Most that's that's well. mine for sure. Is it sounds. Very much like a Japanese No Doubt song to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear that. I can hear that. I and I can't remember the name of it, but the one where she kind of gets a little um, jazzy, I think that's and she's fighting the lullaby. Marines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's also very good. That one's a slapper. Um, all all the uh, the ballady ones are great too. Otto mm-hmm. uh, is the the one who did this the music, and she did a fantastic job as Uda. Uh, I'm a I, fan of hers now. I went to a showing that had about like maybe seven other people in it, other than myself and my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them, you could tell, uh, were there to see cool fights and not necessarily there to enjoy some singing. Oh no! Because there were audible groans every time a ballad started up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! You guys, uh, it's a movie where a musician is the antagonist. Yeah. What did you expect? Uh, also, there was clapping when Katakuri first appeared on screen. So they made themselves very clear in what they were there to see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Katakuri, who has maybe five minutes total of screen time. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were getting towards the end. And I was like, did the movie forget that they introduced <laughs> him? <laughs> is he going to do something? Yeah, soon? there was a point where I was like wondering, like, when is he? Sp- he said he's coming. Yeah. Is he showing up or... <laughs> Uh, speaking of showing up, uh, the scene where Shanks shows up and mm-hmm. Uta's about to give Luffy it's a great the knife. shot. Yeah, yeah. It's it's once again. I, I have to ask: Did he just happen to show up at just the right time, <laughs> or was he waiting? Because that dude has a knack for <laughs> the dramatic. He certainly does. <laughs> uh, oh, another thing I noticed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you, you probably caught it, but after they defeat the the, the demon king, mm-hmm. um, and they show Shanks and Luffy standing victorious, yeah, Luffy was white. Yes, he was in Gear Five. Yeah, which hasn't happened in the anime yet. Correct. <laughs> they just kind of toss it in there for free. For free. <laughs> <laughs> it it was it gave me vibes of of um, Cooler's Revenge. When we got that that hint of Super Saiyan, yeah. Oh, I I was thinking of uh, not Sulu's, um Lord Slug. Yeah, Lord Slug, the fake one, mm-hmm, the fake Super yeah, Saiyan. That's, that's exactly what it reminded me of yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's a little more. Uh... It's happened in the manga, so we know what it looks like. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see Bartolomeo because I didn't know he was in this. I somehow missed that reveal ahead of time. <laughs> 
of his uh, design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They there's they were revealing like every character that's in the movie before it came out. He was definitely one. Everyone got like a, a splash poster for their their. Uh, there was a look. yeah. There was a point where I was like, "This is too many characters, actually." Yeah. <laughs> but it, when they, fucking they made it work. Bluno got a poster, uh huh. I was like, We're, "This is too many people." I didn't in this expect movie. him to be such a prevalent part of it too. I'm happy though. Like, if you had mm-hmm. to pick one former CP9 guy to to represent the world government in this movie, I'm glad it was him. Uh, I appreciate that Luffy made no reference to recognizing him. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't think he did. Probably didn't, and Bluno wasn't going to bring it up either. <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely not the type to be like, don't you don't you remember me? You kicked my ass. My ass? <laughs> it got me fired for a little bit. Did, was the thing about his stamina always there, or is that new here? Like he constantly like, would be like, the I can't use of the door. Yeah, he's like, I can't, I can't use my, I can't use my door out of stamina. <laughs> Uh, I don't know that it's explicitly been brought up. I don't but remember them mentioning that at all in, yeah. in this lobby. I feel like it's. Uh, it, I mean, they they kind of only tied it <laughs> did it to tie it into the fact that Uda can't use her powers endlessly. Right. I'm trying to think of other fruits who have like a, a stamina limit, mm-hmm. and um, Barto definitely has a limit on how much barrier he can make. That's I true. I remember that. Yeah. But which begs the question: like, why didn't they just have him be the link? <laughs> right. But. <laughs> there was there was a couple of moments in the movie where it was like, you guys just kind of did this to make it happen. <laughs> like um, Luffy getting splashed with water mm-hmm. by the by the civilians and that yeah. that tuckering him out. Like, yeah, we're just, really, <laughs> really? Is that that apparently that's enough now? <laughs> <laughs> One of the emperors of the sea, and you could just throw a bucket of water on him. And that, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and we could have been done with Wano much quicker. <laughs> and I know this was an option. Just always carry a bucket of seawater with me. <laughs> <laughs> Trick Kaido into drinking it, maybe. Uh, what'd you think of Little Sunny? Wow. You know, <laughs> when I saw the concept art, I, I honestly cringed at it. <laughs> but seeing it in practice and knowing it happened in like a fantasy world... Yeah. I was okay with it. Right. And I like the callback to it in the after credit scene. I don't know if you yeah, stayed that, for that. Yeah, that was a really nice moment. Yeah, where Luffy's like, hey, Sonny, and it's like trying to get him to say something back. <laughs> Just taps taps yeah. him on the nose. <laughs> and then remembers, oh, yeah, that wasn't real. <laughs> Gotta shout my catchphrase now at the end of the movie. <laughs> in my Fishman Island clothes. God, because <laughs> that's where we are. We're now at. We're on the way to Fishman Island. <laughs> <laughs> that's where this took place. No, it was also actually. Now that I think about it, they showed Big Mom. They did, and Gear she was Five there for a scene in the same movie. Yeah, this really just doesn't take place at any specific point in time, does it? No, because <laughs> that's not possible. Yeah, it's its own universe. <laughs> Oh, I love when they do that to me. Yep. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, last that I think last recording, um, I mentioned there was a, a thing that I, I wish I could have talked about in Film Red, right? In relation to Devil Fruits, in that right. we see, well, I guess they're calling him in this the Demon Lord, but 
Like, that's that's a devil. Yeah. It's an elder god, basically. <laughs> yeah. Deities officially exist in One Piece now. In, at, at least, least in, the, in the, the movie canon. Yeah. That's true. Oh, it, could, it could always just not be. I don't know. But I feel it, like this is the gateway to, like, us learning what created the devil fruits. Yeah, this fucking thing feels important. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whether or not it ever gets brought up in the manga. <laughs> it's, there's it's, too much going on with it for it not to be... Yeah, you can't just... Like, an idea that he specifically wanted to present. <laughs> you can't just put one of the witches from Madoka Magica in one piece <laughs> and and expect me to just not dwell on that. <laughs> this is a very cool design, though. I liked his look a lot. Yeah, the transformations were great, too, mm-hmm. over over the course of the battle. And uh, Usopp finally interacting with his dad. Via observation hockey. <laughs> Literally dimensions apart, but still, I'll take it. <laughs> it was very sweet. The, the scene where... Um, I forget which Shanks crew member says it, but one of them refers to Uta as our daughter. Yeah, that that one got that line got me good. It's, it's a good one. Very fond of of crew team dad. <laughs> it takes a whole crew to raise a daughter, and not well. <laughs> Is the moral of this movie? I uh-huh. suppose. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the twist coming about? Who actually destroyed the city? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not expect any bad words to be said about Shanks at all. <laughs> and for them to be true, at least. Right, right. I, I did think it was actually uh, Gordon who did it initially. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect them to be like, oh, it was actually Uda all along. Uh, I didn't like the reveal that she knew about it. Yeah. And continued on with her plan anyway because that just because then it's just spite right it's just, it's just spite at that point because it's just like <laughs> well i'm already here though so i didn't think that was necessary and kind of just muddied everything towards the end mm-hmm. the thing that i did think was interesting about shanks at least how it's phrased in the dub is um when he is talking to her about leaving her in the country um, he says that he'll come back for her once she's a great singer, mm-hmm. which was very reminiscent to his conversation with Luffy about the hat. Mm-hmm. In the and... in the <laughs> sub version, he 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 says he'll come back when she's the greatest singer in the world. Okay, so now I'm wondering how many kid saviors <laughs> Shanks uh, <laughs> put stock into in the East Blue. <laughs> he was really diversifying his portfolio yeah, more you, than we expected. You cast a wide enough net. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> One of these is gonna stick. <laughs> One of these is gonna be is gonna be the drums of liberation. I'm gonna show all these kids this straw hat and see how they feel about it. <laughs> uh, I did like that um, very crude drawing that Luffy made of the hat. Yeah, that's that's a very it good callback. Her symbol. Mm-hmm. And but she couldn't remember why. Right. Until he mentioned it. And then she got mad about it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, like, I imagine we'll get at least one more movie before the series is done. But Mm -hmm. um, at least since Stampede, we seem to be on a trend of uh, all the side characters get to do stuff and the Straw Hats are just there until the last fight. (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah, I, I when um when I was watching movie six, I remember lamenting like, damn, I kind of miss when the movies were just kind of like about the straw hats, and like m- the majority of the movie just followed them, and we would get moments of just them existing together. Yeah. Rather than the crews split up and also the side cast, the side characters are the important <laughs> characters in the movie. The Straw Hats spend 30% of this movie tied to a musical uh-huh. uh, staff. Like, I think, oh, fuck, what is his name? Uh, is Furnace? Oven. Oven. <laughs> I think Oven got more screen time than at least Robin. Right. <laughs> Maybe Chopper. Yeah. And, like, Luffy hanging out with Law, Bartolomeo, Bluno, and Kobe is a cool team. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I Kobe didn't mind got seeing some, it. Kobe got some good moments in this. Kobe was cool as hell in this movie. Yeah. So, uh, I genuinely loved everyone just referring to him as the hero Kobe. <laughs> Savior of the Rocky Port incident. <laughs> Also kind of cute that um, Kobe and Law were able to exist in the same scenes with, like, no animosity. Mm-hmm. So at least we know it ended amicably, whatever that incident was. Uh, I do get why, because it is a closed-off nation, but it was a little bit weird to have nobody from Wano in the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Even at the end, like, listening to the songs. Yeah, yeah, the the credit scenes where, like, it shows literally it's everyone around an the animated world. cover arc uh-huh <laughs> it kind of was yeah it was the decks, the decks of the world, of the world. <laughs> yeah but but uta edition right <laughs> but yeah no no but i guess though yeah i get it i mean i get why they did it because it's a closed nation and why would they be listening to music from from the outside yeah same with the minx didn't see anybody from Zoe. Yeah, now that one I do find weird because Uta's crew, uh, band is entirely Minx. In the dream world. Oh, yeah, you're right. There well, was a shot in reality of just animals asleep. No, really. They I didn't catch that. corresponded to all of the band members. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it was a nice little, it was very quick scene, but yeah. I, I appreciated it. I, I did appreciate all the little differences between dream world and real world, like mm-hmm. Uta's clothes being torn in the real world, etc. Yeah, yeah great details it was, it was a good way to uh ground yourself in where you were uh-huh and the the colors did all the work in that regard but still it was yeah. nice to see the other details yeah though that does remind me i do there's a nitpick uh in that that part where the marines all lose their like special visors that, that they had to <laughs> Their headphone things. Yeah, to make it so yeah. Uda's powers wouldn't work on them. But then Uda's powers never work on them anyway. <laughs> Even after they're taken away. Yeah. It's like, you, how are you, how are you fighting right now when you should be under the spell? <laughs> right. <laughs> you, I you guess definitely their hockey is sing. just that strong. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Nobody else's is. Uh, you have any other overall thoughts? I mentioned Ganzak. I mentioned Five. Mentions the water. And that's kind of all the, the major ones I wanted to talk about. All right, you want to talk about the Demon King real quick before we yeah. wrap it up? Yeah. Because um, I imagine there will be another Film Red episode somewhere down the line where we have the whole crew watch it with us. Yeah, maybe. We'll more in-depth into the events, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> at least for this reaction podcast. I will say um, I do have one final thought in that. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, when I walk out of when not walk out because this is the first one I've seen in theaters. <laughs> normally, when I finish a, a One Piece movie, I never find myself thinking, "Wow, this was an this was an important one to watch." Like, yeah, I'm glad right. I didn't miss this one. <laughs> I do feel that way about Phil Red. Yeah, I feel like it is actually an important one to watch, and you shouldn't miss it. Uh, but very yeah. sparse details about Shanks, also, but mm-hmm. some big ones it seems like. Yeah, did we did we already get the implication that he was found by Gold Roger and Rayleigh? There's the only the there's the one panel in the Roger flashback of uh, him holding up Hiori, I think, when she was born, uh-huh. and saying that he misses holding a baby, and Rayleigh says that it reminds him of the old times. Yeah. Okay, so this was basically just confirmation then. Right. They, they found Shanks as a baby. an infant on Roger's ship. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, that's and cool apparently found it in a treasure chest. At least that's how it's implied. Yeah. Because that's how Uta was found as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very beginning, the <laughs> those five bastards in that room who do nothing. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> It got to the point where they're like, 70% of the population is at risk. Maybe we should do something. I'm like, yeah, maybe you should leave this goddamn room that you're always sitting in. Yep. (laughs) And Rob Lucci joins them for a bit, too. But they mentioned, and um, there's a lot of chatter in my theater at the time, so I kind of missed the context for it, but did they mention Shanks' name? Yes. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, they... Kind of offhandedly. It was... um when luffy said blurts out that she's his daughter right it cuts to the five stars being like uh so the intel was correct shakes did have a, a child blah 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 did they say figureland was that the name i'll have to look it up later on the wiki mm-hmm. but i think that's what they said yeah that did, means I... means nothing to us yet but <laughs> yeah might be important might be important later <laughs> anyway the demon king Yes, this Demon King. Yeah. Um, so the, it's it is inside the sheet music. Like it lives inside the sheet music, mm-hmm. right? Until it's summoned out by the singing of the song. That's kind of yeah, like like a genie in a in a lamp, except yeah. instead of rubbing it, you sing the magic words. And Gordon said that it it willed itself to Uta, basically. Mm-hmm. Which was reminding me of the uh, gum gum fruit, mm-hmm. and how that was talked about in Wano, how it uh, towards the end of Wano anyway. I think like, and we we got that brief flashback of Shanks picking it up, right? Yeah, off of the ship and confirming that who's who is not <laughs> the uh, O'Hara flashback guy. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, true. Uh, which, like, at the time that we made it an X mark, I was like, this feels strong enough that it could be true, and he would have to go out of his way to prove that it's not. And, and then he did. And then he did. Because he listens. But anyway, um, <laughs> it seemed... Right, he must. <laughs> it seemed implied that whatever is going on in the fruit kind of nudged itself Luffy's way. Yeah. Because it liked the cut of his jib. <laughs> Because if Shanks knows how important that fruit is, like if he knows mm-hmm. what it is, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have just 
left it where a kid could get it. <laughs> and in an open box. <laughs> <laughs> and he seemed pretty damn upset when Luffy did eat it. That's true. Which uh, I know there are theories that he he did manipulate it and he did intentionally want Luffy to eat it and just pretended to be upset, but I I buy more of that that the fruit was not supposed to be where it was. So, do you think the fruits are alive? I based that, on that. Yeah. Based <laughs> at this point. Based on that and <clears throat> the fact that they or they have a spirit appear to have them. a spirit and a soul and yeah. will of their own. Yeah. And that a fruit can be consumed by something that cannot consume and therefore <laughs> must be the one consuming. Right. Yeah, I think they I think they're definitely if not sentient then they definitely have a voice, so to speak. And do you think they're all things like the Demon King? Hmm. <laughs> I I'm honestly Is devil literal. I'm Was Jabra right? Yeah, I'm honestly <laughs> leaning towards the theory that if the Demon King isn't the one that spawned the devil fruits, something like him did. Hmm. Yeah, we get we have deities, capital D I E T Y. <laughs> Now, <laughs> all capital. <laughs> that's 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 not something to just like write off, even if it so is the a other, movie. The other thing that struck me about the Demon King was the visual design of it. Yeah, um, because there were a number of uh, our favorite motifs showing up again on that guy. Did you <laughs> notice them? Uh, I can't say I can't say I noticed many of them. So the most obvious ones are probably the fucking Lunarian wings in its yeah, final yeah. form. Uh-huh. He did have that. It, Don't know why he had those. His his design is very busy. Like, it is. <laughs> you're you're forgiven cool, if you've missed busy. you've missed a lot of the, the details. Like um the the fucking like animal heads that were on his hat for a bit. <laughs> and some crocodile heads on his uh-huh. hat or something, or dinosaurs. Something like that. Um, he had, in his first two forms, a three-skull necklace. Yeah. And then it became five. I don't know what that means. Yeah, he, evol- he evolved. <laughs> and his, yeah, <laughs> like a gotcha. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what links him to Blackbeard or the Ancient Giants, but we got those three-skull motif again. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, he had one working eye. Was it one work? I thought the other one was covered up. The other one was X'd off. Oh, okay. And it was, of course, the left it eye. It was, yeah. It was indeed that one. <laughs> I do remember noting, like, lots of shots of, like, really cool shots of his working eye in mm-hmm. the frame. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on with him, but I'm going to be thinking about him for a while. Mm-hmm. Let me, I wonder if there's pictures of him on my side. <laughs> Not a single result is what is the is what I want. Uh, interesting that her power was basically hypnotism again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was really happy. Like really, really strong hypnotism. <laughs> I was really I was a little happy that um that it didn't turn out that her powers were to just like create magical music notes that could do whatever she wanted. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, even for a movie bad guy, this this is too powerful. As the movie was beginning, I was like, 
these are very unclear powers that she has. <laughs> but then it's explained that she's basically just made a world that she can manipulate as she sees fit. And mm. That's fine, if extremely overpowered. <laughs> oh, I find a good picture of him. Well, not, Which form? not a great picture. The final form. I get well, nah. final and first form. But um, I I there was I did have a thought actually. Now that I can think, I remember. Of um, you remember how in uh the movie Fight Club, they <laughs> they tell you how to make uh bombs out of soap. Yeah. But it's actually not the correct way to do it because they don't want people, people to actually make go bombs out of soap. Yeah, I. I like to think that the <laughs> that the spell to summon the demon king would work in the real world, but they changed a couple of the letters around so that <laughs> mm. so that regular Joe Schmoes like me who want to cover it <laughs> can't accidentally summon the demon king. Can do king. so safely. <laughs> Without calling one piece Beetlejuice forward. Right. <laughs> oh man, yeah, he's kind of Beetlejuice-esque, isn't he? A little bit. Uh, any other thoughts for the movie? Uh, did you uh, did you get subtitles on the screen whenever she was doing the top musica? By the way, yes. Did they come with runes? Yes. That was wild. I that was yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. I don't need to pay attention to the words because they are they are symbols I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, though. Good, good movie. Yeah, overall, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably more than like it's so hard to place stampede on a movie list because it's just action figures uh-huh the movie which is fine it's really fun it but <laughs> yeah if I'll, i will probably rewatch this one more often for sure i i will watch it alone just as a, like a as a concert, basically, mm-hmm. which I did like that it, you got that feel from yeah, watching it in a real. theater. Yeah. If, if you watch it in a theater, you really feel that like I'm watching a live show. It's like, vibe. oh damn, I'm in Fortnite. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I have a question for you that I, uh-huh. I was meant to ask at the beginning. How long did it take for somebody in the theater to say the One Piece is real? Uh, nobody said it. You're fucking lucky. Yeah, they were all just waiting for Katakuri to show up. <laughs> I guess you got a different kind of toxic then. <laughs> for me, uh, the second, this second, the credits started rolling. Some, ch- mm. some chuckle fuck stood up and went, <laughs> the One Piece is real! <laughs> and just like, people groaned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Yep. <laughs> what a wonderful community we're in. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks for chatting, Matt. Yeah. Just wanted to get some quick impressions out since we watched it. Figured we uh, could do a little bonus episode. Mm-hmm. And it's actually worth talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Last thing. Um, <laughs> Anime-only people finally know that Bon Clay is alive. Yeah. Oh, also anime-only people finally know about uh, the, the Gar- Simon and Carfunkel joke. <laughs> She's not named, so they just True. assume that uh, yeah. you <laughs> found a weird lady in a barrel. My my, my partner, when she appeared on screen, was like, who the hell is she? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's Sarfunkel. 
Uh, as we were watching the credits, I just turned to my partner and said, uh, you're going to know who so many of these people are really soon. Because <laughs> it's all like the dress rows of people. Uh-huh. All right, well, we'll wrap it up here for now. But uh, yeah, yeah, really enjoyed Film Red. <laughs> Look forward to uh, taking uh, more detailed notes in the future. Mm-hmm. Once if, I have the Blu-ray copy. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, first of all, what the fuck? You just spoiled yeah, the shit. It's out clearly of labeled a spoiler. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely labeled it a spoiler. <laughs> but if you haven't seen it yet, it's worth saying you should definitely see it. Yeah, if it's in a theater near you. If you if you can get it in a theater, it's it's worth the theater experience, in my opinion. And the dub, pretty good. I wish I could have seen it. I hadn't heard Bardo's dub voice, and it's basically the one that Dave does. <laughs> <laughs> Almost exactly. You want to know the really big kicker about my experience? I went in, specifically, I wanted to hear Amelie play in Uta, because mm. I'm a VTuber, she's a VTuber. There's yep. like a connection there, right? And the character's basically a VTuber. Uh-huh. And so she enters the movie singing. So, and because they did it in Japanese, and the English version I was watching cut off as soon as the, the song ended. Mm-hmm. So I literally never got to hear her English voice. Well, she does an incredible job. So I hope that you do get to hear it yeah. <laughs> eventually. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch it again as soon as it comes to streaming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we will see you on the next regular episode of Piecemeal. Oh, you're being a sore loser again. 